The following audio is via a Skype call. You are listening to Life Design Radio, from adversity to awesome, with me, Susan DiLorenzo. Tune in each month as I join with Dr. Pat and offer up the best tools for pulling the gems from adversity and designing a life you would really love. Have you experienced adversity in your life? Are you ready to leverage it and create a life you really love? No matter where you are in your adversity story, the topics on Life Design Radio are here to inspire, reassure, enlighten, and motivate you. Why wait? Let's get started. Hey. Hey everyone, Susan DiLorenzo here with the awesome Dr. Pat, and we are so pumped for today's show. We are talking about gulp failure. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. We actually said the word. I love it. So we were talking before the show, and I want to kick it off with this, Susan. Uh, For those of you that want to know more about Susan DiLorenzo, first of all, I have worked with a lot of people, and I've never seen anybody present so much relevant detail in a very short time and hour than she does. You know, what she brings to the forefront is not based on hypothetical situations. It's based on being an 18-year survivor of invasive breast cancer, uh, then going through the disaster like many of us do when we're sick of relationships that fail. Uh, I'm going to use the word fail a lot today, everybody. Um, and, And then along with that, is the failure word showing up many times. But why is that important for us? Because failure is no more than a word unless we make it more than that. Isn't what that what today's show is about? That's exactly right, Pat. And we are going to give a whole new lens of perception to the word failure because that's exactly what those who go ahead and get their audacious dream in have done. If you think anybody out there who you admire has not had one ounce of failure before getting to where they are, then you need an edumacation. <laughs> edumacation. Oh, my God. <laughs> Benny, 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 we have a new word like adaptogen, edumacation. That's a good one. Edumacation. Yeah. yeah. We are going to show you folks that nothing happens, and we're going to start with babies. Hello. What do they have to do before they walk? They fall down over and over again. And never has a baby once said, whoa, I guess I wasn't meant to be a walker. (laughs) Don't even say the word walker. (laughs) Every time I hear the word walker, I think of the walking dead. But, you know, I'm so glad you bringing it up at that level because today that's number one, edumacation. (laughs) That's our number one key education point okay if we start with that premise mm. i hope along the way today you are going to show us how we change and we start questioning ourselves and we start doubting ourselves so go for it susan de lorenzo <laughs> thank you so i'm going to start with a crazy fun fact that thomas edison made 1,000 unsuccessful attempts at inventing the light bulb. And he was asked by a reporter, Mr. Edison, how does it feel to fail 1,000 times? And Edison replied, I didn't fail 1,000 times. The light bulb was an invention with 1,000 steps. Imagine, like anything else we do, It takes the learning by doing approach. Nobody is an expert when they first come into their field. We can study up, but until we actually step our foot into the arena of what we want to do, that's where the learning begins. And yes, it is risky. It feels darn right scary, especially the way most of us have been conditioned. But like the baby idea, look at it in terms of the things we go on to do, like riding a bike or learning a language, or playing an instrument, learning to play an instrument or a sport. All of those things involve learning, taking the steps to learn. But somehow there's been a disconnect on doing these other powerful and important things to us in our lives that keep us in the land of the everyday, I would say, playing smaller, playing into the comfort zone rather than really going for our dreams. Mm-hmm. So let, me, let me interject something, because I, I want to just plant this seed. Yes. I learned this from table tennis. Hmm. Okay. And I played when I was younger, and I'm playing again. 
But I remember my coach saying to me, and I've learned this from all the sports, and Benny knows this too. Both of us grew up playing sports, whether it's softball, I played fast pitch, I played slow pitch. One day, I think it was my coach that said to me, and he was from Africa, Ghana, successful, his mom was successful in Ghana, Africa. So he had a broken language, right? And he would say, Pat, Pat, what are you doing? This beautiful accent. What are you doing? What are you doing? He said, you are not playing to win. You're playing not to lose. He said, nobody (laughs) wins the game. If you're not playing, if you're playing not to lose, you will get beat because your opponent is playing to win. The universe wants us to win. Beautiful, Pat. And that is it. And so what is he telling you to do also? Get into the passion of what that outcome is for you, the win. And so when we connect like that, we're going to be talking a lot more about that as we go along. But that is an excellent point to make, that when you are connected to your why, you get really excited and the fear has to take a back seat because you're focused on your passion and the idea of giving what you came here to give or doing what you came here to do, just like table tennis. So that was terrific. Um, yes. So here's the thing. Look, think about Edison and this whole idea of how he turned those what we would call failed attempts into feedback. And I love this quote by Wayne Dyer, and and I think many of us may have heard this one. When we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. So when we rephrase how we look at failure, we get a chance to no longer assign it with fear and shame and humiliation. We've got a new focus for these outcomes, but we must be willing to risk greatly in the interest of our vision. And that can scare the bejesus out of many of us. And we were brought up that way. It's funny how we're allowed failure in walking and learning an instrument or whatever, but we seem to have this cutoff on the most boldest places that not only serve ourselves, but can literally serve humanity like the light bulb, like an airplane, like a car. So the passion for our vision must be our why, and we must connect to it daily, or it would serve us greatly, I'll put, to serve to serve us greatly by connecting to it daily, placing ourselves in the picture of that successful outcome. Because once we come from the vision of that successful outcome, we learn to trust the journey. And the part of the journey that I love when we're connected to a vision is what my mentor calls the first currency of the universe, and that is ideas. These ideas come at the same vibration as the success we've just put ourselves in, in that outcome. So we must filter out fear-based or those safer answers because all we're doing while we're in that comfort zone is keeping ourselves away from that very thing we say we want. And I know for me, uh, when first starting out, and this is true for many successful people, you get more no's than you get yeses in your attempts. And we have to learn to take that in stride just as we did with walking, with learning something new. I call it on-the-job training. (laughs) And so as a new speaker, as a coach, I had to learn refinement through failure. And this applies to the workshops I hosted, as well as reaching out to the clients I desired. I would notice during my talks, which had the most impact on my audiences? Where did I serve them the most? And where did I lose them? Where was I taking too much time in something that really wasn't going to impact them as much? So then the next event, I always learned to incorporate the feedback from the things I've since done. And I felt more and more pleased with the work I was doing as I continued. And I, it just continues to this day, this very way, constantly incorporating what I'm learning, what else inspires me around me, other coaches, other speakers, the materials I'm reading. Imagine, uh, I'm thinking now about the Wright brothers who invented a successful flying machine, right? They had a burning desire 
and the ability to believe in themselves when no one else would. Remember, no one in recorded history, recorded history had ever flown before. And their father um, was a minister and really felt that man was not meant to fly. And so you're not only bumping up against other people's fears and doubts about how they see the world, but other belief systems sometimes when you do certain work. And yet you still have this inside of you to do. Isn't that amazing? And I thought about how they were already two people working on the same dream and how partners in believing uh, can really keep us going, Pat. Do you have someone like that in your life that I you do. know? You, yeah. I do. I mean, there, there are several people that I point to wh- who have inspired me, especially over time. Um, but I have to tell you that when I think about a single person that mm. has had more influence in a positive way in my life, I think about my best friend, Linda. Mm. who you know is my producer. Yes, she's and, wonderful. Yeah, but but many don't know how far back we go in time. Mm. You know, we met at the phone company and uh, in, I think it was 1970, I think it was 1972. Mm. And, and we became best friends. Her family became my family. And if I had to pick uh, 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 an influence in my life to help me become the person that I am today. It is Linda and her family, her mom and her dad. Mm, uh, now I have to say, since the radio show, I've been in front of many, many people, but I think you and I have a mutual admiration. Who has that been for you? In terms of out in the world that everyone would know? Yeah. That? Yeah. Gosh, I I have to say uh, there's so many, but I really my mentor Mary Morrissey is huge for me. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Dyer. I just have a ton of people actually. Louise Hay. There's just so many awesome people that are the way showers that are the people that give us the inspiration and yet almost permission to go and be ourselves and do what we came here to do. Um, because there are people that want to protect us, right? Are afraid for us because they wouldn't take the chance. They don't want us to get hurt. And um, we're always going to be against well-meaning naysayers, I call them. But one of my favorite motivational speakers is Les Brown. Uh, are you familiar with yeah, him, Pat? Yeah, I absolutely love Les. And yeah. here, you know, he's funny too. And one of my favorite things he said, and I needed to hear it right at that moment because I was getting criticism and I was taking big chances, but nothing that anyone close to me could understand. And I heard him say in a recording, no one has ever erected a statue to a critic. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's easy I would say it's easy and more comfortable to be on the sidelines and criticize others' failures and flops. And you sound like this, I hate to say it, but like a second-guessing expert, right? Hindsight is perfect. But it's another thing altogether to dive into the fray and the interest of one's vision, right? To take those risks. And I always say, Pat, that it would be wonderful if under the statues of the great ones, they had like the count of how many failures they had. (laughs) 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 So that we'd get the whole picture and not just think they were just born into greatness, but these people stumbled and, and, and strove to get where they wanted to go. And it's messy, right? It's a messy process. Uh, And that's, again, where partners in believing can keep us going. I have a Mm -hmm. wonderful friend, a fellow coach, who we, I speak to her twice a week, and we check in with each other on what we're working on and what we're afraid of, what we don't think is going well, and we're there for each other. And, And what you have is this idea idea where you know you can discuss whatever you need to discuss and they're not going to agree with your circumstances they're going to remind you of the greatness in you and get you all cooked up again about your vision hey you are the person who's doing this and and yet you want that little bit of a hug right from your partner in believing it, it, you want that uh, feeling of yeah yeah it is hard but you've got this 
And um, are we going to go to a commercial or are we going to keep going, do you think? I, I think you're on a roll. I'd like to see right. you keep going. So yeah, that we yeah. Keep, so I, I want everybody to be able to connect the dots. Great. Then let me let me begin with this in the next segment. When Perfect. we convince ourselves that we are good with less, we end up settling for less, right? And it doesn't feel too good, right? And so we can comfort ourselves with outside distractions rather than going for what we really want. And that's why I say put that vision back in front of you. I mean, it was certainly me. I followed what I thought was expected of me by my well-meaning family, by the culture I was in, by the schooling I had. Everybody wanted a happy life for me. It's not like they were trying to doom me to a life of the mundane, (laughs) but I did stay in that safety zone and that was due to settling. And so what turned out to be true was that I was aiming at the wrong target. I was aiming at somebody else's target. Somebody had created what I thought was supposed to be the life I was following. And it took time and yeah, some adversity to become clear about my authentic desires and a whole lot of training and reprogramming of my belief system to believe I could have it. I deserved it. And I owed it to myself and what was left of my life to go for it. And uh, I love a phrase that Jim Carrey shared about his dad, much along these lines. His dad was an accountant. He was a very funny man. And he saw how much joy making people laugh gave his father. And that's what actually inspired Jim. And when Jim was 12 years old, his father lost his safe accounting job. And the family struggled from there on out. And... Jim noticed that he could either fail at something he didn't want or fail at something that he really loved. And so he chose to go on, as we know, to be a comedian and an actor. But what a life lesson that was to watch him go for what he thought was the safe track and still get knocked out of it. Um, and, and so that is that really hit me because I thought, wow. That, that can happen to any of us. And so why not go for it? It's made all the difference in my life. It continues to challenge me to dig deep and leap over fear to do what scares me, but turns out to be a paper dragon. So it's merely the edge of something we've never done before. When we kid up against this stuff, it's just the edge of going across a barrier where we've never gone before and we just get better at it. And this is true, uh, that just breaking through a daunting barrier, it looks like a failure waiting to happen. It really freaks us out, but it's in the interest of what's on the other side that we go ahead and we do it anyway. And often when we're starting out, we look at what others are doing related to things that interest us. And we even try to mimic it. And that can work for a little while, but we have to discern more about what's in us to do. And and there's our own flavor. You know, there's a gazillion coaches out there, right? There's so many coaches, but we all have, even if we have similar messaging, we have a different way of approaching the message, of delivering the message, different vehicles of delivery, uh, whether we're doing workshops, radio, live events, we have our favorite ways of being in the world, just like you do. And so ask yourself that question, how do I want to show up in this world? What is my gift? What is my message? Learning to develop and trust your intuition is one of the best gifts we can give ourselves. And I, I think in terms of supporting that messaging, finding a group of like-minded people that keep us going, whether it's a partner in believing or getting three or four people together, like joining in certain networking groups, meetup groups, uh, women's groups. There are so many ways. You want to make sure that the messaging is in alignment with a positive outlook, especially where failure is concerned. I loved listening to even online self-development workshops and radio stations like Transformation Talk Radio. And I used to think, wow, I would love to do that too. 
And so this idea of inspiring others to move past adversity and create something new, that was my story. So that especially motivated me. And when opportunities came my way to train as a coach, to speak in public, and more recently to join Dr. Pat here at TTR, they were all met with this feeling of thrill and, yes, fear. (laughs) (laughs) Based on uh, saying yes to that first scary opportunity, the first time I said yes, when I first went after uh, becoming certified as a coach, I think I shared this before. I thought I was going to faint that my knees went weak. I thought I was just going to lose it. And I went ahead and said yes. And I had to sit down and catch my breath. And then I said, you know what? I did the right thing. So now, and this is true for you too, Dr. Pat, when we were talking and I said, okay, I'm going to do it. I still got that same sick, queasy feeling. And I said, oh, that's the sign. I got to do it. (laughs) So consider what would be your audience listening, your do it afraid signal? What would it be for you? Would it be palms? Would it be an increased heart rate? Would you feel faint or weak in the knees? Learn to recognize the signals so you can move past the barrier and get to your good. Well, I can tell you this one thing that we should mention, because I think it's a major signal, Mm. Uh, but it's not as obvious. You know, it's not as obvious as my heart is palpitating, my hands are sweating, I'm crying. Um, It's more subtle. Yeah, Yeah, it's more subtle, but it's also more widespread. It's called procrastination. Oh, good one. Absolutely. And, And I think we should take a moment to talk about that because the reason that people hire coaches isn't always because I'm anxious and I'm sweating. Yes, it's, it's I'm not doing it. Yes, I am so frustrated with my inability to move forward on yes. anything. Yes, I need help. So we have to talk about that because procrastination is not failure. It is foreplay to failure. <laughs> yes, it is. That is so true. And thank you for bringing that up because that is a big one. And and actually that is where, you know, when you are working with a coach, we keep you accountable. And that can happen uh You can even find people in your specialty to be your mentor and keep you accountable that way also. That's another way to go. Uh It's really about reconnecting with your why. I think we, and and realizing you are the person who came here to do it and you don't have to do it perfectly. I think we, the other place that we can hide behind procrastination is confusion. We convince ourselves that we're too confused about what, what's to do next and what to do to move forward that we stay in procrastination. So those two kind of work with each other to keep us stuck as well. And for me, it's really either been working with another coach, keeping things on my calendar that I sit there and make myself do. It's a, an appointment I schedule with myself and say, yep, Thursday at three o'clock, I'm sitting my butt back in the chair and working on that book, right? Or whatever it is for you. And uh, I can tell you, Pat, that has been the biggest one for me. If I told you how long I was working on this book and I hid behind confusion to do it, uh, to not do it, um, that has been my, that's my guilty secret. Yeah. Yeah. I think the word that tips us off that we're on this pathway, right? Yes. We're on the pathway to, it's like a crossroads point, right? It's, it's this point that we get to where we haven't quite given up, but we're not clear. It's and no man's land. It's yeah. no man's land. And, and a lot of times, Susan, I want to ask you about this when we come back from break. A lot of times there's real confusion and then there's fake confusion yeah and you know there's a distinction (laughs) yeah right there's the point in time where oh my god i'm in the middle of the desert i thought i was going down one path i'm going so the word confused has been something that i've been coached on a lot throughout my life as a matter of fact i had one coach that said pat if there were a couple words that you need to eliminate from your life forever 
Mm. The word confused is one of them. Yes. And I, I looked at him and I asked about, okay, well, then what? He says, confusion should be replaced with, I don't know how, or I don't know when, or I don't know where, or I need more information. Define it. He yeah. said, but, but confu- continuously using confused will give you more confusion. Mm. Uh, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, yeah, like what really is failure? Before we do, let me ask you, how can people find out more about you? How can they find out how you help people along the journey to success? What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Sure. The most direct way is my email, susan at susandelorenzo.com, S-U-S-A-N, D-E-L-O-R-E-N-Z-O.com. And also on my website, SusanDiLorenzo.com, you can message me there. It's a great place to get to know me. All my blogs are there. You can see how I work with people. The backlog of, of radio of our radio shows are there. So it's a it's a great place to familiarize yourself with me and what I do. Awesome. Uh, one more time, website, contact information. Yes, Susan at SusanDiLorenzo.com and www.SusanDiLorenzo.com. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, Susan's going to take us on a journey as we look at and dig deep into what the only real failure is. If we had to give, if we have to give it, a, it a word, like a real failure. When we come back, she's going to share what that might be. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Are you ready to consistently tap into the transcendent place where your whole being is available to you and access a higher level of ability and performance physically, cognitively, emotionally, and effectively? Then join us on ClearSpeak Talk Radio with Dr. Jeanette Wolf on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in every fourth Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to JeanetteWolf.com, Quantum Body, to sign up for your whole health mentoring. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. If you have a sense that you are meant for more, join Heather Allison every third Tuesday at noon Pacific as she explores an ancient, forgotten energy within us and helps us access our original archetypal blueprint. The Golden Path will help you remember the key to unlocking your life, love, success, and magic you were meant for. A key to unlocking your Golden Path. Visit heather-allison.com. Dream on, lie high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Have you been searching for a push to step out and share your gifts with the world? Allow Charlene Hess to empower you to start shedding the layers of your ego that are holding you back and begin feeling connected to your heart so that you can shine your unique divine light and share your gifts with the world. Tune in to The Charlene Hess Show, Living on Your Heart's Edge, every third Friday at noon Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information, visit CharleneHess.com. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back. Susan Lorenzo is in the house. Susan, first hey. of all, tell people about the show, how they can listen to past episodes. Um, also about today's topic, we're talking about fail, the word fail, um, and the body of work that you do to yeah. help people move forward. I am um, very committed to showing people that there's no adversity in our life that we cannot learn from, grow from, and reinvent ourselves from onto a whole new, higher, greater, more life-serving, life-expansive platform. And it doesn't mean you have to have an adversity to get this kind of growth, but don't waste it if you got it, folks. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I'm a coach. I'm a speaker. I run workshops. I love what I do. I love talking about how adversity doesn't have to stop us. Yeah, we, we have some time. We have to comfort ourselves. We have to heal from things. I'm an 18-year survivor of invasive breast cancer whose marriage ended right after my treatment ended. <laughs> so uh, I, I know what I'm talking about. And if I had just stayed where I was, I think I would be living a very small and not very happy life. And so I'm inviting everyone who's listening, no matter what you've been through, to really consider what could be next for you. Because as we're talking about here today, life really does want to help us win. And, and when we stop letting things stop us, and that's what we are talking about here today, is redefining failure so that it's not something we come away with shame or fear at even attempting something for fear of failure. Uh, what we're going into in this next segment is about, well, yeah, what is the real failure? The failure comes when we just plain quit. And I don't mean uh, quit for a year and you come back because good for you. Sometimes the idea of not doing it feels worse than the fear of failing at it. And that's where we get to when we're so in love and we know we've got something. We've got something to do. We have a gift inside of us. We have an idea inside of us. And we got to get it out there. And yeah, maybe there's some fits and starts in the beginning. But then we explore, we learn, we find people to teach us, to coach us. We get some expertise involved so that we can learn and keep going. So I, I love thinking about how just like a baby kept going until he became a walker. Think about the look in that baby's eye, that drive that drive and determination in their eyes and that hopeful look on their face when they pull away from holding on to the couch or table to take those first steps. They don't have one ounce of fear in their eye. They have everything but that in their eye. And that is what I'm inviting all of us. <laughs> if only we could condense that into something we could all drink. <laughs> but um, that was in us too at one point. And I just love to think about how in the interest of ideas, think about when the world was really, I'm thinking about the early 20th century, where the world was really ripe for great inventions like the automobile, like electric lights, and yeah, what they used to call the flying machine. And in each case, Edison, Henry Ford, the Wright brothers, weren't the only ones in their field working on these amazing inventions. We can read about others who attempted to successfully invent these items, but they are now left to the smaller write-ups in the field of this particular discovery. I mean, in my book, they're all winners because they went out there and went for their vision. But think about, without Edison's drive, someone else probably would have stepped in and given us that electric light bulb. And the same goes for the car and the airplane. But we want to be very interested in what the mindset and techniques are in sustaining that kind of determination. That phrase, winners never quit and quitters never win, comes to mind. So yeah, maybe we need to rest and recharge our batteries. You know, maybe you tried your darndest and it was exhausting. You gave it your all. And you are wiped out. 
Okay, take a rest, but don't quit. Take time to regroup, consider what you've learned, assess what's not working and what was working, and then meet with somebody that you can talk it over with, whether it's a a trusted mastermind you've created, a partner in believing, maybe you have other team members, other people you can bring in and reconnect to the vision after you've recharged yourself, reconnect to that vision in a new way. I like the example my mentor used of taking uh, an object and putting it on an empty table and walking around the table looking at that object from different perspectives as you go around the table. What if we did that with our work and our ideas? Taking them, you know, we have a particular mindset in mind of how we think things have to be or are going to be. But when we step away from that, we're allowing more ideas in. And all the, all the inventors I've just used as an example went back to the drawing board and allowed all their creative faculties to discern the feedback from their latest attempt to drive them in a new direction, or at least in a slightly different direction with the same passion and intent behind it. It's really hard to keep going without passion and intent. So there's a book I was guided to read a while back by a guy named Price Pritchett. And the book is called You Squared. Mm. It's It's the word you with the exponent two next to it. And in this book, he actually has a chapter called Seek Failure. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, you know, most of us read that and go, what? Yikes, no. (laughs) Seek it. And yet the biggest brags that hugely successful people have, they're, they're far enough away from what we would call their failures that they actually joke about them and go, oh, you think that was bad? You know, 10 years ago, I tried this and it, it really fell on his face and I lost $10 million. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> so I, I bring that up because let's say you had and actually congratulating yourself for being willing to risk. For me, that was a big point in my life that I I thought, wow, I didn't do so hot here today. You know, I've given workshops where maybe I had five people at them and I was hoping for at least 25 people. And yet I still showed up. I gave the best presentation. And yeah, what did I have to go and look at? Maybe the marketing, maybe the promotion, but not me, but how I'm being in it. And so let's say I thought, wow, good for me for doing this. And then, yeah, feel the disappointment. It's okay. (laughs) You can have a moment (laughs) to cry in your coffee. And then get curious about the feedback. Because just like with adversity, which I've talked about plenty, there are hidden messages about ourselves, our methods, and, yeah, the possible missteps that we may have taken But we can redirect this stuff the next time around. And I often bring these moments to my partner in believing or mastermind group so that we can, because sometimes it's just not something we can solve on our own. And it's great to bounce it off of somebody you, you trust and respect. You want to be very careful, even if you love them. If they're not on board with your goals, they can just say, well, you see, you weren't supposed to do this. You know, the naysayer, <laughs> the, lo- the one you really love that just doesn't trust, you know, so worried you're going to fall on your face. You want to make sure you're running this by somebody who's going to support you. And bring these moments in and get some perspective there from somebody who's not going to agree with uh, your failure. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think what you're talking about here as we're looking at bringing people in to get a fresh perspective, I think without a fresh perspective, we are stumbling Mm -hmm. in the minutia of our own victimhood. Yes. And, And I think that's part of the issue around entering the gates of failure. Yes. I, I don't mean I don't mean talking about the word. I mean when we energetically, psychologically, spiritually, and physically enter the gates of failure. Mm-hmm. And what failure likes to do for for many people, failure likes to wait with open arms and yeah. say, "Come in. I will love you. I will join you in your defeat. <laughs> I will praise you for your defeat." 
I will give you more ammunition for your defeat. Mm -hmm. I will help you argue for your limitations in your failure. And not only will I do that for this event, but I will help you for your future <laughs> failures. I will remind you. <laughs> yes. I will remind you. I will support you. And by the way, I will give you evidence yes. of how lame oh. life really is. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is agree with me. But today's show is not that. Today's show is to say, nope, we're not agreeing with you. We're going to take yeah. a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what we can do, what we can do with the fear of failure, when the gates of failure are speaking to us like the sirens in the ocean, when they're calling us close, when they want us to drown in our own abyss of limitation, what do we do? Oh, I'm not going to talk about that. Susan is. We're going to take a short <laughs> break. We'll be right back. Thanks. How often do you find yourself wondering, why me? Learn a new shift in perspective to see how everything that takes place in your life is actually working for you and shifting you towards your own enlightenment. Tune in to Blank Enlightenment Radio with Misty Thompson each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit MistyMThompson.com. That's MistyMThompson.com. Are you ready for unfiltered gratitude, unfiltered frequency, and unfiltered creation? Then don't miss Mike Murphy Unfiltered on TransformationTalkRadio.com Thursday from 12 to 2 Pacific Time as Mike Murphy and a cast of powerful guests discuss and demonstrate the principles and practices of the creation frequency. Tune in to unleash the power of your mind. Open the immense energy of the heart to manifest an awesome life filled with true health, wealth, confidence, gratitude, and joy. Unfiltered truth and unfiltered frequency to uncover and let go of limiting beliefs and access your powerful intentions that resonate out into the universe with Mike Murphy Unfiltered. For more information on Mike and his work, visit his website at MikeMurphyUnfiltered.com. The truth is funny. Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Have you ever wondered if there's a way to heal the deep, hidden inner issues, wounds, beliefs, and traumas? The journey into spiritual healing engages people in all areas of their lives to heal themselves and others. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Dr. Jaffe brings conversations of healing of body, mind, and spirit as he merges the excellence of traditional medicine with the beauty of spiritual healing. For more information about Dr. Jaffe, this show, and his work, visit drjaffemd.com. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Then tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com every second and fourth Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go to ignite the life you deserve. Visit GetRootedRadio.com and tune in. Wow, we're back, everybody. We're back. We need yeah. to be back. Susan, <laughs> before we continue, I know that you've got like a very powerful, powerful uh, suggestion idea to share. But again, how can people work with you directly? Because sure. I think that's what we're talking about. Nobody wants to stay stuck. Nobody wants to be in a place of failure. Nobody wants to really be confused. I mean, honestly, if I go back to the little baby story, babies are not confused about their ability <laughs> yeah. to want to stand up. They just want to stand up. That's right. That's right. And and that's where working with a coach is so great. Having someone who has your back when you're taking these giant leaps into the life you'd really love. Yeah, you're going to have some missteps. 
and we're going to reframe them with you right away. You're not going to have to sit there and wallow and and worry and all of these things. You're going to have a chance to reframe it and rebuild, to keep going. So yeah, if you are interested, I'm at Susan at SusanDiLorenzo.com. I would love to hear from you. Please go ahead and visit my website. You'll get to know me better there, www.SusanDiLorenzo.com. And uh, yeah, definitely reach out to me. I love this stuff. <laughs> okay. When all is said and done and we, and we utter shudder the words fail, Yes. what's the takeaway? I love this quote, Pat. The master has failed more times than the beginner has ever tried. So embracing the ways of a great role model reminds us of the true path that we rarely get to see all the messy, heart-wrenching, in-between steps that lead to great successes. And that can be good or bad, right? It inspires us to see such wonderful things, but it could scare the pants of a of us to believe we don't have what these folks have, which is not true. We didn't see all the building they did, all the heartbreak they went through. Um, it could show us one other thing, that it could, it could show us that we're also on track if we're in the mess and the muck. You know, this is what it looks like while everything's coming together for me. You've heard me mention this phrase before. It is such a great phrase while we're going for our dream, while we're building something that lights us up and scares the pants off of us at the same time. This is what it looks like while it's all coming together. So we resist letting others, however well-meaning, talk us out of what we would absolutely love to experience, especially if these folks have never attempted anything of this nature before or have quit after the first go around. Listening to fear-based advice will never serve you, even coming out of your own head. And I think I've mentioned this before. That voice in your head that's trying to talk you out of this half the time, it sounds like your own voice, but it's not. Listen to your gut, but if it's coming from your head, chances are, and it sounds panicked and fear-based, that's not it. That is not your what we love to call the still small voice for truth. <laughs> that is the run and hide voice. And yeah, learn discernment there. Learn discernment because maybe it is a gut feeling of not this way, there's another way, or you better call so-and-so before you take this next step. That stuff is great. Uh, become very clear and connected to your why. Your feelings are going to wax and wane around your energy and your ideas. So connecting back to seeing and experiencing yourself, putting yourself in the picture as the person accomplishing your desired outcome can up-level everything you do because you're coming from the right mindset. There is, I don't know if you remember this, Pat, that awesome ad from 1997 and Apple Computer, Here's to the Crazy Ones. Do you remember that? Yeah. Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them about the only thing you can't do is ignore them because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones that do. And that quote is by Rob Sultanen. And it really celebrates the risk takers and the dreamers, which is exactly the people that cannot run from failure. They must stay and deliver. It's in their heart and their soul to do it. On my desk sits a small gift from my mentor. It's just this six-inch piece of curved metal that looks like a roadway. And imprinted upon it are the words, the road to success is always under construction. And when I came to accept my dream as a journey with an ever new horizon, with more dreams to follow as I took the next step, it all made so much more sense than just having this one quest and check that off the list. So when we talk about the journey from adversity to awesome or 
from idea to success, it doesn't mean that all the hard times are behind us. It just means we have some new badass capabilities that came from standing and growing during and after the storm or any failure. This serves us extremely well when we determinedly create a vision that lights us up and in many cases brings light into the lives of others. We can go bravely with the love of our vision, demonstrating to our loved ones and to all that we are willing to take risks in the interest of our growth and our becoming and to greatly serve a greater life. And that's what I have to say, Pat. (laughs) Wow. You know, all of this and beyond really talks to the point of, one, let's not be afraid of the word failure. Mm -hmm. Two, how can we learn from failure and then exceed any perception or point of view about our lives and what we were meant to do? Because failure is our greatest teacher. Even the idea of thinking about failure provides information for us. Mm. Um, And, and, you know, it it doesn't matter where you are, what journey, what walk of life. And and I just want to say this. Someone asked me, what was the greatest skill I ever learned from my greatest adversity? Think about that question. What's the greatest skill? Mm. You all listening to me. What is the greatest skill that you've learned from your greatest adversity? If you can begin to explore that question, I'm not saying what's the greatest lesson, none of that. Right. They're always like, but the skill. What came up for you in that? Resilience came up for me. No, no. What, see, what I, I don't see resilience as a skill. I learned sales when I was homeless. So ah. I'm talking like something specific. Okay. Right? Okay. Right. Yeah. So, All right. So, so here's what I learned. I learned sales from a very young age in my life, and I'm not going to get to how I learned. But but being homeless and begging for money, mm. what do you learn from not having enough money to feed yourself or to get anywhere or to take a shower? What you learn is humility yeah. to be able to ask for something you don't have. You learn what works in the Port Authority. So I learned at a very initial stage, you cannot just wear a Yankee hat because New York City is full of different team perspectives. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And so that's the question. And you've done the same thing, Susan. See, what you've learned from your adversity has gotten you to be where you are to help others. And that is why people seek you out. Thanks, Pat. That's great. Yeah. Okay, tell Hooray for us. Yeah. <laughs> Please give out your website one more time. Let folks know how they can find out more about you. Yes, thanks, Pat. It's Susan, S-U-S-A-N, at SusanDeLorenzo.com, S-U-S-A-N-D-E-L-O-R-E-N-Z-O.com. And come on over to the website at www.SusanDeLorenzo.com to learn even more about my work. Thank you for listening to Life Design Radio, from adversity to awesome, with me, Susan DiLorenzo. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com as I join with Dr. Pat and offer up the best tools for pulling the gems from adversity and designing a life you would really love. No matter where you are in your adversity story, the topics on Life Design Radio are here to inspire, reassure, enlighten, and motivate you. For more information on life design coaching with me or to listen to this show again, visit SusanDiLorenzo.com. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.